my dudes, my name is Tiffany. Welcome back to my series, Internet Analysis, where I like to research and discuss things relevant to social issues and media. Today, I have a very, very interesting- Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Interesting video for you guys. But first, I want to give a huge thank you and hello to all of my new subscribers. My last video that I posted less than a week ago just hit a million views today, and that has never happened to me ever, ever, ever before my YouTube career, so I'm still kind of in shock. Also wanted to mention that I have a vlog channel and a podcast in case you're interested in more casual content from me. Thanks. Okay, let's jump right in. So I got a DM on Twitter from an account claiming to be Asina O'Neill, and of course I thought it was fake because Asina famously quit social media in 2015 at the height of her fame. Basically at the time she went viral for coming out and admitting that her Instagram posts were all fake or very staged. And her main point was that social media is not real life. I was miserable. I had it all and I was miserable because when you let yourself be defined by numbers, you let yourself be defined by something that is not pure, that is not real, and that is not love. It's important to remember that was 2015. Obviously today, those kind of ideas are very well discussed, very well known. We have a lot more insight into the life of an influencer these days, but back then there really were not any big Instagram models or big YouTubers talking about those issues. So that's why her story was so intriguing and went viral and really did inspire a big conversation online about those issues, body image, social media versus real life, social media addiction. Ironically, her saying that she was going to quit social media caused her to gain tons of new followers and I think her Instagram peaked at like a million. But anyway, this hit very close to heart for me at the time because Asina was actually one of the Australian YouTubers who inspired me to go vegan. I had subscribed to her on YouTube, I followed her on Instagram, and actually when all of this broke, I made a little video about it. Don't watch it, not worth it. Anyway, so she basically announced that she was going to be quitting social media, leaving the influencer life behind, and she started to make a series of videos that she posted on Vimeo because it was less focused on views and comments. She viewed it as a more like artistic website. The series was called Behind the Image, and she would basically go through her Instagram posts individually and examine and explain like exactly what she did to prepare for those pictures and how they're not the candid, beautiful, perfect, effortless shots that she had tried to make them seem like they were. I was scrolling through 
the brand's Instagram, looking at all the other models that they usually use. Oh my gosh, everyone is so much more thinner than me. They probably don't even need this makeup. Like I need so much more makeup than then. I just felt horrible. I remember looking at all these photos and thinking like, this sucks. Like I'm such a fraud. Like, and it's so funny because <laughs> if you look at this photo or any of the other professional photos from the shoot, I look just like those girls. And I don't know if it was like body dysmorphia or it was Photoshop or it's obvious editing and makeup, yes, but it is this whole idea that I'm smiling, looking beautiful in this photo and that was nothing what I thought of in real life. And she also launched a website which was called Let's Be Game Changers, which was basically a blog, you know, she was sharing some of her feelings, especially as everything went viral. So I actually used the Wayback Machine to go back and look at the website because I couldn't remember exactly what was on it. She was also sharing some of her favorite like documentaries, books, information, things about veganism. She wrote a lot about like consumerism and what it was like advertising on Instagram and feeling like she was literally just a billboard or a mannequin to put all these clothes on. Anyway, overall with the blog website, I was pretty impressed with how much she actually was posting. There was more content on there than I had remembered. And importantly, there was also a crowdfunding option on the website. So she had like a support me page and she said basically if you like the content that I'm making, if you wanna support future content, you can click here. I think she said like, pay what it's worth to you. Just asking for any donations because she didn't wanna do any more sponsorships. She didn't wanna do any more advertisements. She didn't have ads on the website. But then a few months later, the website was suddenly shut down and obviously people were calling it a scam because she had accepted that money from people, promising content, and then suddenly it was gone. People were basically saying, she's just gonna get a book deal and end up making a ton of money off of all of this and it's all gonna be a lie. So it's been four years and people still watch and comment on videos that people have re-uploaded pretending to be her. Remember Asina? I wonder where she is now. I wonder how she's doing. So anyway, this is all the context that's spinning around in my head as I get this DM from this person who says they're Asina. Hey, hope this isn't too strange, but I've really enjoyed your videos the last few years. I hope you don't mind. I've linked a couple of your amazing vids on my new site. Would love to chat all things influencer culture if you're keen. This is Asina, by the way. I can send you a pic if you want proof. So she sends a picture. Of course, I'm assuming I'm being catfished. And then after a little conversation, I say, I would love to Skype or something soon if you're down because again, I wanna see if this is actually her because if so, holy shit. Hello, how are you? How are you? So this is very different than my usual internet analysis videos, but I am very excited. On a personal level, it has been amazing to be able to chat with Asina. The first time we Skyped, we literally talked for five hours, but then on like an internet analysis, social media history geek kind of level, of course I find this story so fascinating. And over the years, I've wondered what she's been up to, what it was actually like. So I'm really excited and happy to be able to give Asina a little bit of a platform here to respond to these questions and share some updates about what she's been doing. So feel free to kind of listen to the rest of this video like a podcast because I'm interviewing her and asking her some of the biggest questions about her infamous exit from the internet. After four long years, Asina O'Neill is back. What has she been up to and what is she doing now? Yeah, um, four years. A lot can change. 
Um, what have I been doing? I've been studying. I've been working many uh, shitty jobs. Um, and I've been struggling. I, it's, it hasn't been great. Um, yeah. The website. So, I don't know if you guys remember, um, but I tried to do kind of like an opinion piece, something that for me was different than just maybe what I used to do online, which was kind of a lot body focused and kind of had a lot of fashion and beauty as well. And I don't know what, I hit something and I was like, oh, I, I don't want to do this. I don't, yeah, there's so much obviously around those themes and I write a lot about it, hence the website. So it's kind of just my collective thoughts, what I make sense of the world. It's purely opinion. It's kind of just theories and people that I find inspiring. Um, role models that have helped me the last four years. Uh, it's kind of just everything I love and everything I just think is a bit fucked up. <laughs> so yeah, it's a bit of everything. So why did you quit social media altogether instead of kind of just coming clean and staying as a more positive and honest influence? Short answer, I felt really lost. Um, I really struggled with fame. I kind of, I, I got so involved, like Instagram just came out when I was 14 and that's kind of when it all started. So from kind of 14 to, 15, to 19 when I quit, like that was my whole life. That was my whole social circle. It was my dating. It was just everything. And that whole kind of like, um, you know, self and other and boundaries and, you know, uh, work and friendship. But that just, that just blended for me. And I, I started just seeing things that I didn't like in myself, like more than, yeah. And that was terrifying. Cause I, I just so clearly knew what I didn't want in myself. Um, but I didn't know what, I did want. I think that was a lot of the distress and yeah. So I quit because I wasn't happy. It wasn't making me happy and I, I kept going on these circles and for me I felt like this idealized body and like this kind of like obsession with like looking a certain way like that that was big for me. So this is something that is really fascinating to me. First of all I wanted to know what it's like going viral obviously having tons and tons of news outlets posting articles about you. And also, what responses did you get from people, both online and in your real life? I woke up, it was my 19th birthday, um, and I remember just, it was just, there was just headlines everywhere, and I, for me, it was just positivity. Like, the first, like, morning was just, like, all these people saying they felt me, that they felt the same way, but didn't know how to say it, and, like, people saying I was so brave, and, like, just, just all these things that they were dealing with, too, and I think that just, like, fueled my fire. I was like, oh my god, you know, like, yeah! Um... It was just, it was an explosion. It was just, it was, I did not, I did not think anyone would see those captions or that video that didn't just follow me. Like, I felt like maybe the vegan community, I just, I don't know, it was such a bubble. Like, I, I was in such a bubble um, online. I think that was part of why I somehow wanted to get out of it, which, looking back, I'm happy I did. But yeah, the, uh, all the criticism, that time, I was, I was deeply critical of myself. Um, so at that time, I was like ready to just hate myself more. So when someone was just like, like, who are you to ask for money? Who are you to just write a book? And I was like, fuck, yeah, you're right. Who am I? I've just, just been like strolling around LA like an absolute idiot. Like, what do I know? What have I done? Like, I really just like took all of it to heart. And <laughs> it sucked because also, it, and it's, it's uncomfortable to talk about, but I feel like the people in my life then, um, they had a certain point of view and my point of view was different and I felt so alone and alienated and like I was crazy and a few people did um, say that to me and I think 
that hurt me a lot and that was my silencing like after I thought someone was like you're not okay you need serious help um and I wasn't okay so I think that was abundantly clear um that hurt I don't know that really hurt me and that just made me feel so shameful that I'd embarrassed my family that I'd yeah that I'd just been making a fool of myself that I just you know that stuff should have been saved for therapy you know and it's been four years and I can I can I'm thankful it, I, it happened. I can't, I can't regret things, but everything with the money and just, it was just, a, it was a mess. I was just trying to have a little blog and not do sponsorships and what it blew up to was just, it was just all too much for me. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Some people said that it was hypocritical that you left social media only to create a new series of videos, a website and an upcoming book. So how do you respond to people who say that all of this was basically just marketing and self-promotion? And how do you think a website was meant to be different than social media? Yeah, so that question definitely got me because I was like, yeah, I agree. Um, I guess it is just my rants. But in my little world, um, I was probably looking back at what I loved most about social media. And at that time, I was reflecting on Tumblr and my long captions. So I'm hoping that, yeah, people who liked those will like the website. And I think that was my hope then, was like, I can, if I have a website, I'm not looking at other people's photos. I'm not putting pictures of my body up anymore. I'm, it's, in my world, it was very different. Um, but to everyone else, I can, I can get that now. And I think, yeah, um, in terms of the marketing scheme, <laughs> Yeah, just like do a rant about like your deepest feelings and then Yeah, no, I would never recommend to have an emotional outburst online. If you can avoid it, I'd avoid it Um, that's that's my advice Trust. Um, Same with a scam that I actually that actually fucked me up a little bit because I was already feeling so disillusioned um, with like what I did in LA and just for me it was the sponsorships it was just like this kind of like endless cycle of consumption I, I thought that wasn't my value but I could see how my lifestyle was kind of endless consumption and um, I was a broke ass bitch like you think I looked rich like I was like um, they're all free clothes like all my jewelry was given to me like back then like I, so many times I was just on zero when I was traveling and I was just praying to fucking God that the sponsorship would come in and I'd have $300 for like food the next few days. Like that sounds so dramatic, <laughs> but it's true. I really struggled with money. I really struggled with that because to me, it was like, it was veganism. It was like, you know, positivity. Um, it was just all the good things. And so when it came to selling something, I personally just didn't, it just fucked with me. I, and I just, it was my problem, obviously. But I also feel like it's kind of universal. So that's kind of been the theme of a lot of my writing. I think money and how we relate to our passion and career, I think it's a thaw for all of us. Um, so yeah, a lot of my research and study has been guided by what happened. So yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, like that was the worst thing ever. It was, but it also was the best thing. So that's overwhelming and weird. So, the money question is a big issue, obviously. You accepted donations, which were supposed to go to your future content creation, and then obviously you closed down the website and didn't go through with all of that. So some people say that you basically stole money from people, you're a scammer. So can you explain what happened with the money that people donated? Right? I find it so funny, right? There's, there's this like 18-year-old girl crying about body image, crying about that like it's shitty that I like was selling all these like hot clothes off my hot body and maybe that cycle isn't good for young people. That That's kind of what I 
felt I was feeling back then. So the irony that everyone's like, she's stealing all this money. Like, I was like, holy shit, like I need, like, I, I, I needed money for rent. Like I needed, to, I could not, there's no way to say it other than I didn't feel safe with where I lived, where I was. I didn't, I just came back from LA. My family dynamics were insane. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It was a very alienating, intense time for me in my personal life. So it really got to me because I felt so, I felt more embarrassed and naive, like what gave me the right, you know? Um, and so I think after four years, I'm like, okay, I really do think the website, I like it, I think it's a value, so I'm just, like, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> I think a lot of people have this idea that you scammed everyone, like you accepted all this money and then did yeah. nothing for it, so well, I that's I, a, a big question. Yeah, um, that's definitely how I felt as well, so it was about 10 grand um, I got given, which I thought was amazing and insane, and for me that was a fuck a lot of money and that was amazing, um, but as soon as I felt like I couldn't create content and I just lost all trust in who I was and what I was doing and yeah maybe I'm just being emotional and scamming people maybe that's who I really am you know <laughs> so I just panicked I donated about half of it um just random charities I'm sure you can look them up um it was out of panic I just wanted to do like the right thing looking back I wish I would have just figured out how to refund but I'm sorry I was just so fucking dumb <laughs> it, it, it was just yeah I just I just wanted it to be over that's I think I just panicked and I was just like okay donate and then because I could only do a certain amount a day I end up seeing a therapist and I was talking to her about it and she was like look like you know like that's just like you're just giving money away to charities like maybe you could just go away for three weeks like get your clear head so then I volunteered in Cambodia uh, so many sleepless nights where I've just been I'm never going to be able to pay those people back like I live paycheck to paycheck so that's why I'm really passionate about UBI and social services because I think it could be easier for everyone. Um, but yeah, um, in terms of the money, if you don't believe me, if you think I stole from you, if you're just like, this bitch, um, I don't want that. I, I hate feeling like someone thinks that way. And because it was only a small amount, I'm sure I can do payment plans, but I'd rather you like message me and I can explain myself hopefully better. And the fact that people thought I can like stole from them or scammed them, like, I wanna thank the people who trusted me, who are insanely beautiful to even donate. I don't know, hopefully they knew my intentions and saw the storm. I'm hoping that, but at the same time, I, I understand how crazy it was and I feel like I'm a lot more grounded now. I'm like, I know what I like, I know what I believe in, I, 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 I feel, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always end like this. So this is another big question. What happened to the book that you said that you wanted to write at that time? Did you actually have like a legitimate book deal? No, no, I had a million one people saying they'd do anything for me and I could make any amount of money. <laughs> when I went viral, all I care about is like the name in the face and I talked to several people on Skype, I was definitely interviewing people because um, English was my favorite subject at school, uh, creative writing was something that other adults told me about. Yeah, it was just, it was a personal passion so I think when I quit I was just like, yeah, like I write, I don't want to be a blogger, I want to have a real career, like, you know. Um, <laughs> But very, very quickly, as soon as I started talking to people, it was just, 
it was just like people just, just would say anything to try and get me to like sign something so then they could just, you know, make money off it, like off the virality of it. They just like, they were just so two-faced. It was just like, it was just, it was a nightmare. And I'm sorry. And I learned valuable lessons um, from that. So, yeah. This was a question from one of my Instagram followers. She asked, do our lives actually improve when we quit social media? And do we exist if we are not online? So for me, especially being an influencer, it literally was my life. It was like how I met people I dated. It was, it was just a whole world of its own. And yes, I do think, I'd say it's not about social media. Cause I think that's such a vague term. It's just internet communication. Like I don't, I think it's for me, it was more neoliberal values that I was honestly talking about, um, which now I have words for. Um, but yeah, social media, I think it's just, it's like, what do you want from life? You know, like you just got to be like, I didn't want to be influencer. I was like, shit, this is shit. Like I, I can't do it. <laughs> um, I want different things. Um, so I, I think it's different if you're an influencer versus just social media in general, taking a detox, I'd say as influencer advice, just when you don't want to post, don't post. And like, obviously money and that's the whole thing. Um, but to sit back. Just sit back, watch, find YouTubers you like, find people you like, like support people. I think I, I really, really like got into my content. Like now I, I, I love YouTube for like other people, <laughs> you know, like I, I had a very different relationship with social media. Um, that was completely my own context. So yeah, I think just to say a blanket social media is good or bad. I think that's stupid. I think like that doesn't get you anywhere. Like it depends on what you want, what you're doing, what your life's at. I think if you are wanting maybe deeper relationships and all that kind of crap, then yeah, if you're going to be online all day and not do other things. But I also know what it's like to feel like shit and not want to be in the world. Like I, that's been me for four years. I've been very isolated and I've smoked a lot of weed and I've read a lot of books and I've loved, I've fallen in love with YouTube, like the last year, especially like it's my favorite thing to do in the mornings. Can you tell that story that you said, um, about people like literally saying, I thought you fell off the face of the earth. <laughs> so many people that I went to school with and stuff obviously um, thought it was a whole big embarrassing joke. Um, fair enough. Um, so a few times there's been like 21st and stuff and people have like tried to invite me or like uh, my boyfriend, for example. <laughs> Literally like this one girl who, who I was friends with her in school. Um, she was like, Asina, like that girl still exists? What the fuck? <laughs> so yeah, it's... People, people um, have their own worldview, and social media is just a small part of that. For me, I think it's like, you need to have something else. Like, I didn't have anything else. Like, <laughs> it was my friendship, it was my career, it was my relationships, it was how I educated myself, it was everything. So I'd say it's more about you need to have, like, other things than your online and personality. That's what I would, like, that sounds obvious, I know, but, well, we're all obsessed, and we don't, it's just, you know, it's the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So when you say that you quit social media, I've always wondered, like, did you have private, like, low-key accounts still, or did you actually really completely get off of social media? I was convinced that social media made me lose myself. How I used it, how intensely I used it. So yeah, I did just, like, want to disconnect as much as possible. Like, I just... But I also, I didn't really use it for friends and family. Like, I did use it mostly for, like, my personal, like, opinions and work so it wasn't ever like a social thing for me like really like that might sound weird but it just didn't use it for friends and family that much and because at that time all of my friends would influence like so i did yeah were you ever tempted to come back to social media and what did you miss most after you left besides from the insane pleasure of earning money like that 
Um, yeah, number one, money, uh, of all things, of course. Um, no, it's working minimum wage and then getting paid to promote like a cute vegan product. It's different. It's a different life. It's a different whole fucking world. And probably even more than that, way, actually way more than that, um, having that connection like I had online, it's taken me four years to realize like I think it was rare. I think my audience was like, like my, especially because I feel like it was built on Tumblr as well. Like it was so much like it was like the, it was before veganism was fucking trending, bitches. It was like, it was like, it was just so in the grips of just like talking about, yeah, like it was the whole idea was like talking about our bodies, talking about body image. Like I feel like my Tumblr was very girl, young orientated, but it was real for me. And I, I spent so many years just like hating myself, thinking that I was just delusional and just, but no, I think as much as I can critique myself, there was something so special about what I had online and I just want it again. <laughs> you don't know what it's like to have people who actually listen to you, who actually want to read every word you write, who actually take the time to say, wow, I loved your opinion, or wow, this made me think this, they made me think this, like that type of back and forth, that made me vegan, that made me be like eco-friendly with fashion. It, my audience educated my content, like that's the fucking truth. <laughs> Um, I think it's taken me ages to realize just the value of criticism for my life and my journey. Like, even when I quit, people saying that I was, like, just doing it for money or attention. Like, I was like, shit, am I? And I was, I really, I needed that step back. I, like, you know, so I've really come a whole, like, 360 from being, like, everything has to be perfect and positive and kind of being, like, what does that actually mean at the end of the day? Or are they just ideas that we kind of have and put on situations? Because I think, I think for me real criticism is passion is heart is like no I, i'm seeing something and i'm feeling a certain way and i didn't know how to conceptualize that when i was younger i was like oh shit i've made people feel bad i've hurt some people's feelings um that's wrong so in terms of but i think yeah four years i think it's so invaluable to have an audience that's honest with you like i would i had the most honest audience like tumblr questions are anonymous and i can't wait for it again because there was nothing like that type of self-reflection, I'll tell you. <laughs> you can't do it yourself. I don't think so. I think we live in such an individualized culture, and I think you can't... Sometimes you just can't see yourself. Like, that's why we need humanity to kind of just... That's, 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 that's how we got here. These next questions are a little bit easier. First being, are you still vegan? Fuck yes. Me, personally, like, 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 like animals have lives and flesh. Um, just disgust me. I know that's gonna offend so many people, but that's where I've been. Like, veganism for me is like a lifestyle. It's a way to be. I'm definitely not a perfect vegan. I have eaten cheese and dairy ice cream a handful of times. It was delicious each time. Most of the time I was drunk. Um, I'm saying that just to say that I used to be a real perfectionist online. I think that's something I really critique a lot now is, is kind of like, I don't know, I, I always had something to, I always just had this like image to like uphold to or like there was just, there was always like this person in my head telling me like what was right and wrong all the time. And four years later, I reckon that's just boring. I reckon perfect people aren't fun to hang around. So yeah, that's. By the way, just want to jump in and say, Asina and I have already talked a lot and we've already brainstormed a couple of video ideas that we could kind of collab on together, either about influencer culture or maybe focusing on that early vegan YouTube era because I'm fascinated by it. She was right in the middle of it. I'd love to discuss that. So if you guys want to hear anything from us, just let me know in the comments. I kind of feel like this is like a Shane Dawson-esque kind of series. Like we're going to end up just digging deeper and deeper and deeper in. Who knows? See you nine parts later. 
How has it been being back in university? Well, it's been stressful. Um, I'm on to my third attempt at a degree. I did, um, I did six months of psych when I was doing um, social media back when I first finished high school. I got a good end of year score, so I was like, okay, definitely have to go to uni. Like that was not that was not not an option. Um, so when I quit social media, there was like a huge, like, I had to make it a career or else I just fucked up, you know? Um, so when I went back to uni, it was, yeah, it was amazing. It, I was terrified because of all what happened and I was so determined to like be a new person. Um, so I got so, I, got, I studied um, English Lit and Political Science just for a year, um, which I loved. I learned so much, fell in love with Karl Marx, Alienation. Um, they had an Australian literature, was like the intro subject. Um, like like five of those books are on my source list. Like they, uh, it, it, it really was like, this is the right path. But, and then shit went down, I'm not gonna go into it. Um, and I wasn't happy with, I was like, I don't know if I wanna finish studying, I love what I'm doing, but I kind of found like my own reading research was kind of taking me, yeah, I don't know. It was just one of those things where I was like, okay, I could finish this degree, but somehow I just didn't make sense. And then money and work and family, it was just a whole thing. Um, so I ended up having to move back home. Um, which was really a low point. That's when I found YouTube again, <laughs> ironically. So anyway, I've been trying to do things for four years and failing. Um, <laughs> that's me. And then only last year I heard about this degree that's a small private uni. Um, and the degree is called Integrative Psychotherapy. So it's different to obviously the psychology model, which is quite, um, I'd say American based. Um, and it's quite CBT orientated. Um, this degree is a lot more like integrative, which is kind of like you learn all the different types of models. There's so many different theories, but what I love the most is, um, all of the kind of like the philosophy and like the like critical psych. There's like, it's a very, yeah, I've fallen in love with just criticizing beliefs and ideologies. And like, I think I've found my place. <laughs> yeah, so I'm studying that degree. It's three years. Um, I'm just about to finish the first year. If you're not genuinely passionate about what you're studying, like, I feel like that's a sign to maybe not waste the time and money. I mean, I felt so bad about quitting again. Um, so to find this degree just feels like so, I feel so much better about myself. I feel a lot more like, okay, I have something, which is what's making me say, like, don't feel upset if you don't have something that you really can hold on to because it's good that you're not holding something you don't like. I don't know, I'm just saying crap, but. Can you explain like the concept behind Authority Within? Like what inspired you to make another website? And do you think that it's similar to Let's Be Game Changers? Yes, um, I cringe whenever I hear like the cliche of Let's Be Changers, or just Game Changers. Like I see that constantly and it's the worst. Oh no, um, the website's just my opinion. So if you followed me online before, hopefully it's familiar, but different and new ideas because it's what I'm studying and what I'm, what I, it's basically just my opinions. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's authority within is, um, the idea is kind of just a theme in my life has been shit. How do I trust myself? How do I know what I believe in? Um, that's been really stressful. <laughs> so authority within is kind of just like to remind yourself that like, it's good. Like you need to have authority within, like, you know, when you're in these big decisions and stuff, I think that's, I don't know, it's, it sounds there's a lot there's a lot behind it i feel like i probably want to explain it more on the podcast but um it's kind of just i like the word authority and i think we're ruled by a lot of authority in our world um so i think it's that's kind of the theme of the website is like education and then opinions kind of on power and authority and kind of assumptions that i that we all have in our culture and just kind of playing with those so yeah so obviously you're putting yourself back out there as in online and in social media 
How do you feel about social media now? And do you think that you will be portraying yourself differently? I'm a very different person. It all looks a lot different to me than when I quit. So that's, that's good. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. It's weird. I feel like before I messaged Tiffany, I was just freaking the fuck out. I was like, this is going to be cringy and weird. And like, guys, it's just, like, I was just really like, oh, how people going to find it? I was just, it was just a lot. And also just nervous because of all the drama and rumors and like, yeah, just, it was just so, it's a lot. Like, I think that's, yeah, but yeah, I feel just excited because I realize that, like, I have, like, it's not like I'm just going back as, like, a senior. Like, it's, it's like all these ideas that I like. It's all these videos I like. I feel like it's, it, the difference is, um, which is kind of a big theme for me is, like, getting away from, like, this individualistic kind of mindset, which is what our culture, I think, breeds. Um, and kind of this collective mindset of, like, we're all, you know, together. I know that sounds cliche, but I, I feel like when you, connect with writers and you connect with other people's opinions and like really value them like that can make you feel better about yourself I, I think this whole idea you just have to like dig deep I don't know like what are you digging for like you know like there's this I don't know that's this is like this is all critical psych kind of stuff but there's this whole flip of like I am who I love I am what I love and I am the other people that I, I'm I didn't have role models back then I didn't have um, authors that I that I felt touched me. You know what I mean? I didn't have like I didn't have things that I felt were good for my heart. And now I feel like I oh, this is so cliche. Holy shit! So you did mention your podcast. Can you tell us any other like future plans or ideas and things that are coming soon? Well, I think we should always take everything I say with a grain of salt. Um, uh, so the website feels like a good base. It feels like I could just, whenever I'm, you know, find a good source I like or like a video or something, I'll just pop it on there. It's kind of like a good library of things that I like. Um, me and my partner likes my, sorry, my boyfriend Isaac is a hundred percent like helping me through all of this. Like, yeah, our relationship is, that's kind of the theme of the podcast. Um, podcast is going to be just questions and answers and kind of, kind of whatever's like going on in like the mainstream. Um, probably a lot of just questions from Patreon and Tumblr. Just like a very personal way of talking about what we want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, the podcast, website, um, and maybe in the future I might consider YouTube again as like a one-on-one -on -one me thing, but not ready for that. No way time soon. So. And our last question for today is just any of your favorite content creators currently? Yeah, so I'd say the last year especially like YouTube's like the, like the kind of the first thing I do in the morning and like whenever I'm just bored during a TV show I'll just like refresh YouTube like I love um YouTube mostly for and now I think it's I, who I follow is kind of the opposite to who I used to be online so it's quite funny um my favorites right now would be um Manny Peters uh Andy Speaks um Cock Philosophy I love him um I've been loving um I'm Alex's videos lately I think he's hilarious and what he talks about I think he has a lot of heart who else do I like? I don't know, I have a whole list on the website under sources to like videos and people that I like. Um, but yeah, they're kind of the most recent people I've been probably watching like all their videos. So yeah, check them out, check them out, definitely. Mm. <laughs> oh, and obviously Tiffany, fuck, but she's like half, she's like half my site, so. <laughs> okay, is there anything else you want to add to oh. the end of this video? Um, I'm terrified of the internet, but I, yeah, I think, I, I'm a lot more like I'm a lot more sure of like who I like, who I trust, and I think that makes your personality more than just like other things. I don't know. That sounds really bad way of explaining it, but I think before I was like just because of wherever the fuck I was at, very hyper focused on myself, um, my body, how I looked. Like they were kind of the themes of a lot of my content, and 
my life's like so much better that that's not the focus. Like I, it's just so different. I know that's like, how do you not make it the focus? Well, stop following accounts that promote that shit. I don't know. That's the easiest way that I, it works for me. Like now when I see a sexual image, I don't feel insecure. I'm like, that's just selling me something like, or I don't know. That's, and that's really judgmental, but I'm sorry, but I've struggled with a lot of body image and every girl I've ever known does as well. And it's just, yeah, it's obviously controversial opinions to have, but I think if you're feeling shitty about your body and you're looking at perfect pictures every day, there's a cycle there. All right, that is the end of my interview with Asina. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope that any old Asina fans are really satisfied to finally hear these answers. And if you're somebody who is just now discovering Asina, maybe you're interested in keeping up with her new content. But yes, of course, you can look in the description to find all of her social media, new social media, her new accounts and her website. Thank you, Asina, for doing this video with me. It's been so awesome to get to know you. And yeah, stay tuned for our future videos because we're definitely gonna end up collabing on something else. Thank you guys so much for watching. You can follow me on Instagram for some mediocre pics. You can follow me on Twitter for some political tweets and occasional memes. And yeah, stay tuned for my next video. Okay, thanks, bye. No, I think it's good. Okay. It's funny. I feel like I feel like a like stage mom, like smiling at your answers. Aww.